What up? Fantasy Football Hustler bringing you some money-making moves. Let's get it. Week four waiver wire ads. Don't forget, everyone on this list is owned in 50% of leagues or less. So it's getting a little tough because all the best players, you know, they're kind of already owned at this point. Let's just jump into QB, starting with Derek Carr going up against Buffalo. Buffalo, on paper, they're a really tough matchup, but if they keep getting up the way that they do with their offense, it's going to leave teams open to, you know, just passing more, scoring more. Derek Carr in week three, 261 yards and two TDs versus a pretty good defense. So I think he's someone you can pick up and stream in week four. Now, Baker Mayfield going up against Dallas. It's almost making me puke in my mouth to say this one, but Dallas, they are giving up a lot of points to the quarterback and a lot of points to the wide receivers. So Baker Mayfield is someone that I think you can pick up and start. A little bit of a deeper dive. Nick Foles. All right. He is the man moving forward. Now they're going up against Indy. So even if you pick him up, I mean, this is not a week that you're going to play him, but someone's probably going to pick him up. So, I mean, you want to be looking towards the future. He's someone that you might be able to stash. Trubisky is out. Running backs. Okay. So I only got a couple on here. I mean, all the best running backs are owned. These guys are Miles Gaskin. He should already be owned, but boy, Got put on display Thursday night football, 22 rushes, 66 yards. I mean, the bullshit was Jordan Howard freaking vulturing him. Like, man, all right, that was bullshit. And uh, you don't think Gaskin can do that? You don't think he can knock a one-yard, you know, TD in there? Hopefully in the future, he's getting more of the goal line looks. Now, Jeff Wilson Jr., San Fran, they are they have injuries all over the place. Like, it is rough times for San Fran. They, my bold prediction – going into the season was that San Fran wasn't going to make the playoffs this year. And I didn't think that it was going to be because of all these injuries. Like, man, they are just hurt everywhere. Even if Mostert does start, they don't have too many running backs besides Jeff Wilson. Now, freaking McKinnon, he got hurt. Tevin Coleman's still hurt. So we don't necessarily know what's going to happen yet with the running back situation. So I would just plan ahead. I would get Jeff Wilson Jr. Just in case. Wide receivers, let's switch it up a little bit. Justin Jefferson, his coming out party. Woo! Nine targets, seven receptions, 175 yards. Like, man, that huge touchdown. Maybe that was the maybe that was the missing link to the Vikings. You know, Justin Jefferson getting loose in routes a little bit. Kirk Cousins looking for him a little bit more. He looked in week three like the person that we thought he was going to be going into the season, which is a really great wide receiver two on the Vikings. All right, next guy, Greg Ward, out of the off the Eagles, going up against San Fran. Eagles are depleted everywhere. Like, now you just lost Deshaun Jackson. Now you lost Goddard for a couple weeks. Like, they have nobody there. Alshon Jeffrey may come back, and even if he does, I still think Greg Ward gets involved. This past week, 11 targets, 8 receptions, 72 yards, and a touchdown. I don't know how they don't give him more volume this week. They literally don't have anybody. So, I mean, he could easily see 11 targets again. I, I think that if you're desperate, he's a good flex play. And we want to monitor, you know, the injuries this week. If Alshon Jeffrey doesn't play, I mean, he's a locked and loaded, you know, wide receiver three that needs to be started in most leagues, especially at a flex. If Alshon Jeffrey does play, got to pump the brakes just a tiny little bit, but I still think he gets involved. All righty. 
Hunter Renfro going up against Buffalo, my second Raider on the list. I don't know if I've ever had two Raiders on any list of waiver wire ads, but Hunter Renfro looked really good. I mean, New England, they were shutting down Waller, and I mean, New England's really good at taking away your best pass option, but you're telling me that everyone doesn't know that Waller is the best pass option? On, on the Raiders? I mean, everybody knows that. That's no secret. So if teams start keying in on him a little bit more, it's going to leave more of the field open for a guy like Hunter Renfro, who this week had nine targets, six receptions, 84 yards, a big TD. We already know that he's one of Derek Carr's favorite, you know, options. I think it's really just about the defense. I mean, if the defense keys in on Waller, it's just going to leave more space open for the wide receivers. I feel like either way, Hunter Renfro is the prime target outside of Waller. So he's someone I would snatch up. Okay, my last wide receiver here, Cole Beasley, fucking Cole Beasley. So John Brown, he left the game hurt, and man, that goose egg hurt me. Hope it didn't hurt you guys either. But in his absence, Cole Beasley was the one who, who came up. I mean, Diggs, he was blanketed you know, pretty much the whole time. I mean, it was a really tough matchup for him. So Cole Beasley was the benefactor, and he got seven targets, six receptions, 100 yards, and man, I mean – Cole Beasley can easily do that again. A lot of it's going to come down to John Brown's health. If John Brown does not play in this game for whatever reason, you lock and load Cole Beasley versus the Raiders. He is a lock and load like wide receiver too if John Brown doesn't go up. Someone that you must pick up on waivers as a just in case, especially if you need more depth to your wide receiver spot or if you got someone at the end of your bench you got hurt or someone you're willing to drop anyways, go snatch up Cole Beasley. Tight ends. Oh, boy. It is a wasteland. So let, let's start with Jimmy Graham. Six, ten targets. Ten targets. Let's say it again. Ten targets for Jimmy. Six receptions, 60 yards, two TDs. One of those was with Nick Foles, so it's not like both of them were with Trubisky or anything. Foles is going to make this offense just move a lot better. Allen Robinson, he was one of my starts of the week, had the best game of the season, just killed it. Jimmy Graham wasn't even on my radar. He is now because with Nick Foles out there, he's going to be spreading the ball a lot more, going to be making more calculated and smarter decisions. Jimmy Graham, I think, is someone you can add. I don't know if I'm starting him versus Indy, but the, the Colts, I mean, they have, like, really good – cornerbacks we know that so if there's a place to beat the Colts it's over the middle of the field so it could be a really sneaky play um throwing Jimmy Graham in as your tight end or as a flex or if you play in two tight end sets he's a sneaky play this week okay someone I talked about last week who underperformed this week Dalton Schultz now I did tell you that he had a tough matchup going up against Seattle because they do have monsters for linebackers. And, you know, he didn't do too bad, you know, for tight ends because tight ends is a fucking wasteland anyways. Six targets, four receptions, 48 yards. He is the number three in that offense. I feel like, I feel like it's Cooper and Lamb, 1A and 1B in the pecking order there. And then I feel like Schultz is the number three. I know that Gallup got some work, but I feel like, Schultz is like the target monster. And we know that Dallas, we know that they love to throw to the tight end. Dak especially, but we know just their scheme is a lot around the tight end. So if Schultz is available for whatever reason, I mean, it doesn't matter who you have as your tight end. I would pick him up as a good backup. And if you're hurting at tight end, I would pick him up and play him. They're playing Cleveland this week. So really good person to pick up and play this week if he's available on waivers. Now, my last guy here. Mo Ali Cox. Woo! Now, he did decent enough, you know, in um, 
in week three, not like he did in week two, you know, obviously had a really huge game over a hundred yards uh, and a touchdown. No, he didn't, he didn't get the touchdown last week. He got a touchdown this week. So, I mean, it was really limited, only three receptions, 50 something yards and a touchdown. But if you get that touchdown as a tight end, it was a good play for a tight end. And no matter what, I feel like Mo Ali Cox is going to be one of Rivers' favorite targets moving forward. Jack Doyle was active. He had no receptions. Mo Ali Cox is going to be the guy moving forward. So he's someone I feel like you can pick up whether you're in a deeper league or not. Throw him at the end of your bench and just wait. Jack Doyle, I, I, don't, I don't wish injury on anybody, but he always seems to get hurt. He's getting up there in age. So someone that I think that you can bake on in Mo Ali Cox. <laughs> Hope you're not laughing, DJ. All right, so week three is in the books. Week four, it all starts right now with your waiver wire pickups. So make the smart moves. Go, don't be complacent. Get rid of a couple people at the end of your bench who aren't performing, who you're just like stashing for later, hoping that they pan out. Make a couple moves this week. This is why I call it money making moves. This is a week to week grind. So make sure you follow me everywhere on social media for all updates. It's at FFHustler420. If you play in IDP leagues, go make sure that you check out my defensive series, my IDP series, Defense Wins Championships. I'm bringing the heat, baby. Every single week, I'm bringing you the waiver wire ads, just like for offense. I'm bringing you the starts of the week, all that type of stuff. You want to go check it out if you're in an IDP league. Follow me everywhere on social media at FFHustler420. Go follow me on YouTube, Fantasy Football Hustler. Go give me a like, go subscribe, show your boy some love. And I'm doing a giveaway this week for my shirts for my IDP Life brand. And this is the first installment. Fuck Team Defense. Get it, baby. Fuck Team Defense. And, and if you sign up on Patreon, you can get into that and get the most and get bonus entries. So you get entries at everything you do, whether it's following me, whether it's liking the post, whether it's sharing, anything like that, you get entries. But if you sign up on Patreon, you're getting triple the entries for the next two weeks. I'm doing this giveaway one shirt this Saturday, one shirt next Saturday. So make sure you go join on Patreon so you can get triple the entries. Normally it's five entries for signing up on the $1 tier. So you're getting 15 entries for signing up on the $1 tier. What the fuck are you going to do with that $1? Literally, what are you going to do with that $1? Spend it on the hustler, support someone who's trying to build up the fantasy football community on Facebook, someone who's chasing their fantasy football dreams. Go support the hustler, baby. $1 tier, that's all I'm asking. There's more, so if you want to support more, go do it. $1 tier, I know you can afford it. Go support the hustler and this dream that I'm carrying on. I'm bringing you stuff every single week and every single day. Okay, I'm bringing you videos every single week, but I'm bringing you content and news every single day on Patreon, on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram. Go follow me everywhere. Go sign up on Patreon. That's what you want to do right now. Go sign up on Patreon. It's Patreon slash FFHustler420. Go do it right now. What the fuck are you going to spend that dollar on? Spend it on the hustler. Spend it on someone trying to support and support my dreams. Let's get it, baby. Week four, waiver wire ads. Let's get it. Championship starts right now with the moves that you make this week. Peace.